Hey there, welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I know that I have talked about envy with you guys before. So anyone who hasn't heard that episode and has an interest in finding out what I said about that can scroll back uh, on the list of, of prior episodes here on my channel and listen to that if you'd like. What I actually want to talk about today is something that deeply disturbs me and that is demeaning others to feel better about yourself. Basically putting others down to build yourself up or assert yourself as the better person. And this might be a little bit longer than 15 minutes, you know, if it is, you can spread the episode out, as I've said before. And as a background, the reason why I decided to do today's podcast about this issue is that just yesterday, um, I did something that I rarely ever do, which is to read a post on Facebook <laughs> on a reality star, MJ, from Shaza Sunset, for those of you who are Bravo fans and who are Shaza Sunset fans. Um, I haven't watched Bravo in probably almost a year at this point, maybe longer. I just, I haven't watched TV much other than CNN here and there and, you know, mostly the news and sometimes Netflix. But um, anyway, it, it was a super positive post about a beautiful picture that MJ had posted on Instagram about how much weight that, you know, she has lost after she had her baby. And she actually almost died giving birth to her baby not that long ago. So she's been through a lot. She also lost her father. I'm sure, you know, people that don't know, don't know. But if you know, then you remember. And I did what I tend to avoid doing, which is to read the comments on the post. Anybody that is familiar with the internet knows that is a big no-no because of the trolls. But the toxicity was so overwhelming that it made me physically ill. And I know I shouldn't let that in, you know, but wow. How insecure people manage to turn positive posts into negative ones with their gratuitous judgmental comments is just, you know, and, and I fully understand that this is a public figure in a sense, you know, she's a celebrity of sorts. And whenever anybody posts something online, they are basically inviting comments and they have to be ready for the trolls but no matter how anybody tries to defend their reasoning for posting such vicious comments about this woman you know saying that you know whether they're saying that you know they're simply uh making conversation or they're simply sharing an opinion that was indirectly asked of them by the fact that she posted that post for everyone to see or that bravo did it or exercising their freedom of speech or you know saying that they call it as they see it or they're just being honest, it doesn't change the fact that the intention behind those comments is simply putrid, okay? It's filthy. And all it does is show how low their own self-esteem is and how desperately they are trying to elevate their own sense of self by attempting to lower someone else's. And of course, I am confident also that MJ thankfully probably does not read any of those comments and hopefully she is likely also financially benefiting from any attention that she gets, positive or negative. And um, so that's all good stuff. But why do so many people feel the need to put others down to feel better about themselves? 
you know, what impact does that have on them? And what impact does it have on the lives of others and on the world as a whole? And if you are a victim of this, if you listening are a victim of this or a bystander of it, how can you avoid direct or collateral damage from it? Um, and before I go on talking about the reasons why people are this way, I just want to say, you know, obviously the way that as a victim or a bystander, the way that you uh, protect yourself from that negative energy, which unfortunately will always penetrate because, you know, we all are more than our bodies and our energy field actually goes a little bit beyond our the limit of our skin. And, and that's why energy can always be felt. It's palpable. And some people's energy force is bigger than others just for whatever reason. We don't really understand. But it's true and it's kind of measurable. Um so when someone's being negative, you are going to absorb that. Even if they're not physically present, it's still, you know, from reading it, you can kind of connect to it somehow. Um, and the way to, to avoid that, obviously, number one is by not reading comments on posts, but certainly um, not joining in, you know, and kind of deflecting or changing the subject to somebody is being negative about somebody else or, you know, trash talking somebody to you. Remember, if they're doing that, they, you know, about someone else to you, they might also be doing that about you to someone else. So it's, it's a big uh, indicator that, you know, but, uh, but it's, and we're all guilty of it at some point or at some level, you know, I'm not trying to say that everyone's perfect here. We all make mistakes, but, um, and if you are a victim of it directly, just remember that this is more, uh, a reflection of who these people are and what they're going through than it is of you. So don't let that in and don't be, you know, use it as fuel, you know, use their doubts or their negativity as fuel to just become a better version of you and move on because the the thing that's going to be the best lesson for everybody is that you survive all of this and you, you know, thrive no matter what's thrown at you. Um, and, you know, here's the bottom line. There are numerous different reasons why one may do this, uh, why one may, you know, belittle others. And as backwards as it sounds, many do it to make themselves feel better because they're typically, you know, people with low self-esteem and they have a misguided way of boosting it. You know, their misguided way of boosting it is to take aim at another person. Insecure people commonly use this technique, you know, of, of pinpointing the insecurities of others to feel more secure about themselves. It's almost like some sort of backwards affirmation, you know, it's kind of like saying, I may be fat, but I dress better than so-and-so, you know, (laughs) or... Since this technique actually lowers their vibration and the vibration around them, they keep trying to find more people to belittle as an attempt to reach their goal of elevation. And it's kind of like drinking salt water, hoping that it will quench their thirst. It won't. And there's this perpetuity of toxicity. Some people do it out of jealousy. You know, again, given their low self-esteem, it pisses them off to see someone else doing well in any sense of the word and their jealousy causes them to lash out. And their aim there is actually to showcase Um, what they perceive or what others uh, might perceive or what they want others to perceive as that other person's flaws to bring that person down to their level by belittling their successes or happiness. And the underlying message of that is if I can't feel good about myself, then neither should you. I won't let it, you know. Well, newsflash to the people who do this, all that is doing is spotlighting how low a level Uh, of self-esteem you have or what kind of low level of energy you are and why would you ever want to do that why would you want to bring attention to what a low vibe person you are 
There are those also who um, stab at others to make themselves feel important because nobody likes to feel small or insignificant, you know, or uh, kind of invisible. And those people who use uh, put-downs to give themselves a boost are often a part of a group or a hierarchy that believes that attacking someone else gives their own standing a boost. And it may be that they are a product of their own toxic upbringing or environment or of their culture, oftentimes a business culture. But what these people don't realize is that although it um, this approach may work to a small extent in, in some cutthroat business environments, it often has the opposite effect in general life. You know, and it can also be that they are trying to make other people like them because some people feel that may- making someone else the butt of the of a well-considered joke amongst a group of friends or even amongst strangers in a toxic culture can make everyone laugh. And, you know, it's a way to connect. And it's why it's so commonplace to see people making fun of women's appearances, because most societies in our world, few women's appearances are extremely important and uh, way more important than men's. So it's an easy target. And uh, what we forget is that us women, you know, women are also much more vulnerable to the impact of these jokes because they have bought that notion. Even when we try to say that we haven't, it's still, there is a difference. We still do consider our appearance extremely important. And, and you know, there's a reason for it because it is because other people do. Um, And it would be abnormal for us not to. So, um, you know, it's a lot more hurtful and more harmful than it seems to be towards women. And what these jokesters also don't realize is that this approach may unite them with their peers and get some laughs on the surface. But underneath all of that, it's actually generating an underlying feeling of awkwardness, dislike and distrust towards them. So you think you're kind of connecting and becoming a part of the group being accepted, but you're really not. And you're going to be shunned eventually because nobody's going to trust you. Nobody's going to want a negative Nelly Nelly who like talks, you know, crap about other people behind their back or in their, you know, in front of them, belittles them around them, you know. And some people uh, also do it to get attention because they don't get enough attention in their lives or they didn't as children. Um, And there's also others who do it to feel in control because putting someone else down provides a level of control and some people grew up feeling like they had very little control over their lives or they are currently in a position either you know in their family life or in their work life where they feel not in control and um you know it's like the whole saying that many bullies were bullied or are bullied you know constantly themselves and it can also be a displacement situation because As I mentioned in a prior episode a few weeks ago, displaced anger or even displaced criticism is a typical defense mechanism used by stressed out or anxious or unhappy people to deal with their negative emotions. It basically involves taking a hostile emotion from one situation and transferring it to another. And needless to say, that is an unhealthy and destructive way to deal with one's own difficult feelings. So truth is, creating problems for other people will not help you deal with your own problems, bud. It just won't. Um, and there's also the possibility that this belittling person is a malignant narcissist who simply wants to destroy the other person's self-esteem in order to control them. Of course, you know, that's more likely to be something on one-on-one and in a, in a, in a person you actually know as opposed to trolls online, um, but that it exists and it's important to talk about it because this manipulating scheme uh, stems from the fact that 
weakening a person's self-belief and assertiveness makes them easier to influence. And narcissists know that. I mean, our military knows that. Some There's terrorists who know that too. You know, terrorist groups and terrorist organizations use this. I mean, if anybody watched Homeland um, and Brody, they remember what was done to him. I mean, that's, that's not fiction. That's reality. That happens. Um, and sometimes, um, though a person you know, is acting in ways that nobody can understand, like why that is, like why is that person acting in that way? What did I do to deserve this? It might just be that that person is just simply a negative person. They might just have an overall negative outlook on life and it it just, you know, it just affects the way that they view everything that they come in contact with. And these are the people who are pessimistic and cynical and often, often, you know, um, are utterly disparaging of, of anyone else's positivity you know so for them putting someone down is just second nature it's basically an automatic response to anything remotely cheerful what you typically find is that you know when you share good news with such a person or you seek words of encouragement you're likely to receive the polar opposite or some sort of you know sarcasm as a response and I have come across a few people who are like this and personally I find that the best way to deal with with these people is actually to be their positive mirror, you know, if you want to, you know, if you're forced to have them in your life, because otherwise you can just walk away and just, you know, like I said in my very second episode in my whole podcast, you know, just surround yourself with positive people and you won't have to deal with this. But, you know, if you want to have them around, then you can just be their positive mirror, which is something that I love doing anyway. In my experience, if you're, if you're kind and complimentary to them, not in a false flattery or sucking up sort of way, but rather in a way to just undo the negativity that they may not even know surrounds them, it can actually truly change their chemistry and change you know, their energy completely. Um, and also, it can also be something, uh, you know, the, the reason why somebody does these, these belittling things and these hurtful trolling comments it can be something a little less harmful and less evil-spirited. Like, For example, the person may have a low social and emotional intelligence and just struggle to grasp many social norms. And it can be from, you know, a mental illness or, you know, disturbance um, or just a character flaw. They may simply lack an understanding of how their actions or words directly affect other people or how bad it makes other people feel. And they just don't receive the usual alarms in their mind, in their head, you know, that's telling them what, that, what they're doing is not okay or is offensive. They can't even understand why someone may find it offensive and be offended by it. Um, or it could also be that, you know, this person is a victim of their own preconceived notions, which taint their behavior toward others. You know, they may have been brought up thinking a certain way or went through a certain traumatic experience that left them jaded or biased and generalizing things about all others. Like, Thinking that someone on welfare or food stamps is lazy or stupid or a loser who lacks ambition, you know, they may have witnessed that at some point or they have been themselves that way or been a victim of it, but they fail to see the numerous different um, possibilities of why someone may find themselves in that circumstance. And they may also be stubborn and unwilling to listen to an opposing point of view. And they might feel so strongly about certain topics that they cannot develop a mature level of handling disagreements and, you know, feel the way... Uh, that they see the world, you know, is is the only way. They, they feel like the, the the way that they see the world is the only right way to see it. You know, they think it's like, ah, oh, it's it's my way or the highway. I'm the one who's right, and everyone else is wrong. Because um, they may be so desperate to validate their own point of view that 
they feel that they cannot have someone disagreeing with them and they attack other viewpoints and life choices because they feel that if those other viewpoints and life choices exist, then it's a threat to their own viewpoints and life choices existence. You know, they feel like they can't coexist with people who disagree with them. This happens very often with political stances. If you pay attention, especially right now, the political climate, you can see that very well. Like you somehow like you are either all or nothing or one or the other. There's no more gray area. There's no more middle. Um, and you will recognize this behavior because people who, who are this way, um, they usually tend to say things like, you are so naive, or you don't know what you're talking about, or I can't believe you really think that, and all sorts of belittling, um, disguised belittling sentences or responses or, or words. Um, and finally, they may just not know how to pro- properly and effectively communicate you know, their true feelings. They will use mockery as either a distraction that prevents heartfelt conversations about a topic that they don't want to talk about or as an alibi of sorts, which turns them into the de facto hypocrites that we see all around us. Like those politicians who crack down on prostitution while going to prostitutes themselves or those who speak against drugs while either using drugs or dealing drugs themselves or the pro-life people that are pro-life until an unwanted pregnancy impacts them and, you know, then they try to do hush-hush terrible things or homophobic people who are homophobic homophobic because they themselves are homosexuals but they are too afraid to come out and they feel that the world you know won't suspect that about them if they demonstrate hatred towards that group of people and i can go on and on but that you know that's very typical and i mean there are you know numerous other reasons i'm sure you know and we also have all been a victim of the foot and mouth you know, or moment of weakness that does not reflect who we are as a, as people or as a person, okay? Not to mention that, you know, their attitude and behavior is always subject to change and hopefully to improve. And um, I would be lying, you know, I would be a hypocrite myself if I denied having had my own low moments, like I said earlier in the episode, like where I have said things and done things that I shouldn't have that were mean-spirited towards other people. And, you know, the thing is, when we when we do that, we need to realize it, recognize it and correct the course. You know why? Because negativity breeds more negativity. And all these attitudes I described are a clear manifestation of insecurity that we project loud and clear. Not only and it only makes us look worse than we already feel to be acting that way. And um, no one is free from from flaws. Okay. So we have to steer away from, um, you know, steer clear of, of, of pointing out other people's flaws unnecessarily. We aren't the ultimate say on right and wrong. No matter how righteous you think you are or how righteous you were brought up to think you are, for whatever reason, how religious you are, your societal status, your financial status, your job title, none of that matters. You know, you are not the ultimate say on right and wrong, nor are we judges. And even judges will issue opinions only when warranted within the confinement of the law and the context before them, because that is their job. Being a troll on the Internet is no one's job. And I'm not saying that people aren't entitled to an opinion about things, but just remember that those who say what they want hear what they don't want. And this is not a matter of me or our sensitive society, which, by the way, I agree in many cases, 
our society is overly sensitive these days, but there's good reason for it in many regards, but I don't want to digress. So I'm not saying, you know, um, in, that we're just not able to take a joke because I can take a joke. I am not completely politically correct, but what I can take and I don't take and I won't take is an unnecessary insult disguised as a joke from the mouth of a coward. And thankfully, I'm not a victim of that very often, or at least I don't know, because I never ever read posts or comments about me, just FYI. So if you guys are posting things underneath things, that it's very, very rare, if, if ever, that I'll ever see it. But um, I don't like it when I see it happening to other people. And the irony of me saying all of this in a way uh, that may be perceived as judgmental, you know, about people who act in this way, in these mean-spirited ways is not lost on me. You know, this irony of this whole podcast is not lost on me. I don't mean to be judging myself. I, I, you know, it just, to me, it comes down to intentions. We all need to examine our intention. Why do we say what we do? You know, why am I typing this right now and posting this right now and replying to this right now? And, and sometimes it's in the heat of the moment, but we have to take a step back and, and exercise self-control because if the answer to why we're doing it is, you know, has some sort of value, you know, has some sort of positive impact, like me saying this, all of this that I just said to help everyone live a better life and feel better about themselves, as opposed to me saying it just to simply hurt the egos of the people who behave in these belittling ways to do their own low self-esteem because I don't want to make anyone feel bad okay I'm not trying to belittle the belittler (laughs) it's quite the opposite and I guess my question to everyone else out there everyone who's listening is why would anyone gratuitously want to offend or harass or demean or belittle or hurt someone else's feelings when that person never did anything against you Because I can assure you this, if you come from a place of love and you have the courage to be more introspective and examine your feelings and your actions and develop the strength and the self-control to prevent your ego from acting on impulse for any of the reasons mentioned earlier, then I guarantee you that you will find that you live a better life. You will, you know, you, you have to remember that your only competition is yourself. And you are worthy and you don't need to compare yourself to anyone else because at the end of the day, you cannot be anyone else but you. So it would be a waste of energy and a waste of the amazing person that you are. You are better than your insecurities and you will feel a lot better and a lot more secure if you act with kindness towards others. If that's too hard for you right now, then my suggestion is fake it till you make it. Substitute evil words with sweet ones, offensive ones with complimentary ones, judgmental ones with understanding and supporting ones. If you only have negative things to say, then it's better to say nothing at all. It will take a lot of strength, but you are strong, much stronger than you think. And um, if you like what you heard and are a fan of this podcast, then please Google Beth Page Best of Long Island, click on Arts and Entertainment, then scroll down to Podcasts and vote for High Vibe Advocate because you can vote every day, once a day, until December 15th. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at HighVibeAdvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at HighVibeAdvocate, and as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.